0: I don't think, uh, you know, any political uh, party can operate on the basis of a legitimate expectation and where that expectation was coming from. Uh, firstly, when you go to the constitutional court or any court, you know that you could either get the relief you are seeking or you may not. Uh, so you can't say on the basis that you are going to court necessarily you will receive the kind of the, of the relief that you require. And therefore... There was never any expectation because the court could have gone either way. And in this instance, it decided uh, not to grant the postponement of the elections.
1: So the ANC, as we now know, uh, they've complained uh, that they were not able to register all their candidates. Other parties have subsequently uh, joined in on that call. Will this process now enable political parties who are unable to meet the deadline to register their candidates?
0: My reading of that order is that it it would not really uh, open that avenue. And then the reason why I'm saying so is because the Constitutional Court was very clear uh, that uh, the election timetable that was published on the 4th of August uh, remains in force. And uh, the only thing that they have done is that they've declared uh, the Declaration by the minister uh, invalid, the proclamation by the minister invalid, and also uh, allowed for registration uh, of uh, voters to take place, um, if the IEC believes that it is reasonably possible to have those happen I mean, to have a, 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 a weekend registration. You know, so the fact that uh, there is uh, this firm emphasis by the court that. Not taking away from the fact that the IC has got the power in terms of Section 11 to amend the election timetable, the Constitution, the Constitutional Court states, notwithstanding that, the election timetable that was published remains applicable. So it means they must work according to that particular uh, timetable. Now, if you look at that timetable, what remains? because then we've got to investigate a little bit uh, to say that now that we've taken uh, the preparation of the date of the elections, and we've taken also the closing of the voters' roll, and this was done explicitly by the Constitutional Court, it means there must be something sacred still remaining in that election timetable. What is it? It is the closure of the candidate nomination process. You know, so there is no other thing that the court could have confirmed and say that that election timetable remains enforced or applicable uh, if it had nothing, if it was just hollow and empty. It means there must be something. And that something, if you look at it, it is only the candidate nomination process. Now, that's what the court says must remain. And the fact that the Electoral Commission has got the powers in terms of Section 11 amend. It will make adjustments because once you bring in voter registration and the date of the election has been redeclared uh, or reproclaimed, it means that there will be adjustment in terms of other milestones that are supposed to be achieved. Uh, but that's where it ends.
1: So, just on a point of clarity, are you saying therefore then that when there are those adjustments made, uh, that it will then open... Some sort of avenue could possibly open an avenue uh, for the registration of candidates for those parties who missed out
0: i'm saying uh, there is no possibility because the constitutional court if it wanted to nullify the whole of the um, election timetable you could have done so just as much as it has done with uh, the nullification of uh, the proclamation of the date of the elections by the minister, but in this case, it did not do so. Mm. So it means, uh, as it stands, section uh, 14 and section 17 is applicable. In other words, those are the uh, the the sections that basically uh, say that if a political party or candidate intends contesting the elections, they must submit the list and the intention to participate in the elections with a deposit by a particular period and that nothing else is required is is possible after the cut off date so it means the original dates remain because section 11 of the elector electoral can't nullify a section 14 and section 17 of the same act
1: mm. so Obviously, those who did not meet the deadline will feel aggrieved. Do they have any sort of recourse at all?
0: I don't think they have any recourse. Uh, This is my interpretation. And the reason why they have no recourse is because Section 14 and Section uh, Section 17 are very, very direct and specific. And that is no party will take place, no party will take part in the election or candidate after the cutoff date, as indicated in Section 14 and Section 17. So, as you may be aware, it is the same a process that uh, was applicable to National Freedom Party in 2016 as well as the IFP in 2011.
1: As you say, your interpretation. Uh, let's hypothetically say that the IEC comes to a different interpretation and conclusion. What sort of recourse will those who have met the deadline and who agree with you have in that event?
0: Yeah, well, it is within the to take whatever uh, process, uh, process and approach that, uh, to seek re- re- remedies in relevant uh, forums. But I have heard uh, the reports where uh, uh, Helen Zile was... Uh, um, Reported to have said that they are going to take the IC to uh, court, and that is a possible reality. And I think the EFS had also indicated the same. But we will see whether the IC does that, and then when it does that, uh, on what basis uh, does it do that? And then uh, those uh, that uh, feel uh, uh, disaffected by the decision of the commission uh, still have the recourse in terms of the courts. The only difficulty that the IC will have is really going into the elections with all these uncertainties and court cases and court challenges. It's been difficult as it is for the commission and for its staff, and it's likely to be even more difficult going forward.
1: And just finally, with regard to the reopening of the voter registration process, uh, just uh, in terms of the readiness of the IEC to uh, carry that out, how would you assess that at this point?
0: It's going to be extremely difficult. Uh, but you know what uh, comes uh, in favour of the IEC is the fact that it's got the electoral staff uh, that have got the experience that have been there over a long period of time. Uh, they are there at the provincial level, at the, at the local level. And um, because they had recruited some of the people who had already been working in the elections, they will still be able to pull it off, but it is not going to be easy.